0: Hello, welcome to He's Hop. is something's off with me, just Joey T. How are you all doing today? How's it going? Um, there's not a way for you guys to leave a comment on the podcast, but it just felt like, hey, it'd be nice to just ask, how's everyone doing? Um, so I hope you've been enjoying the podcast episode so far. This is episode number four, actually number five. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, uh, my good friend David was here in LA and we did... Uh, basically a double header we started recording and it went on and on and on and so we recorded for a full hour so last week I decided to split it into two episodes two 30 minute episodes but both were released last week so if you haven't checked that out go check that out because uh, yeah he definitely uh, is the funnier of the two of us and I love uh, just having conversations with him and being able to have him be on the podcast and be himself and we just talking about random stuff it's been so much fun. Uh, before I move on, little housekeeping. I've been trying to get this podcast onto Google Podcast, the Google Podcast app, for like two weeks now. So before I actually launched the very first episode, the first week, I was going to like, you know, get it onto Amazon and to Apple and Spotify, like all the major apps that people listen to podcasts. And Every app was fine. Amazon was like, "Cool, you're up." Apple was like, "Cool, you're up." Spotify was like, "No problem." YouTube is no problem. But I already have the YouTube channel. But Google Podcast app specifically was like, hmm, "No, not today." And it took like weeks somehow uh, to get it up. But I just checked again this morning. You can now find this podcast on the Google Podcast app if that is your preferred method for getting podcast uh we do have a video version of this podcast for those who are watching but that would still only be available on spotify and my youtube channel just joey t but yeah go check it out uh if you are using google i also been thinking about doing a patreon because i would love to be able to release like um juicier conversations that i would like love to record and share with everyone but because this goes out to like the regular platforms that have like all these guidelines and everything. You know, if you post anything on YouTube, for example, if you watch any amount of YouTube videos, you hear YouTube content creators talk about being demonetized or copyrighted, all that kind of stuff. Is because anytime you upload anything onto uh, YouTube, checks to see if the music or the video is part of a copyrighted work somewhere else. So a lot of times music you can't use on a YouTube video. You have to either own the rights to the music or you have to use um, the license-free or like the royalty-free music, Um, that kind of thing. And there are also certain things you can't really talk about without being demonetized or without having your video restricted. So the last cruise that I went on in January or February, uh, which was like the big Harmony cruise with Atlantis, um, because some of the scenes just show like, a bunch of nearly naked gay men dancing, uh, and it doesn't look super great. That's why, out of nowhere, like a month after I uploaded, it, YouTube decided to age restrict one of those videos, and then like another month later, the other video uh, was also restricted. I upload two videos, uh, and then they're now both age restricted, but not the previous one. So, yeah, YouTube works in mysterious ways, uh, and yeah, but I would love to be able to. Talk about certain things in an environment where it's not subject to like the full rules and guidelines of something like YouTube or I'm sure all the other podcast apps have similar types of rules about, you know, things you can and can't talk about because of like the advertisers or whatever. So if you would love to have me do a Patreon and give you guys like extra goss or drama, not like my life is super interesting, but like I would love to do a Patreon and be able to like share more exclusive content with y'all so if you want that just let me know um if you're watching this on youtube leave a comment maybe go to my youtube to watch this so you can see me like talk to myself for like 30 minutes and leave a comment on the youtube comments for this video if you would be interested in me doing a patreon so there we go all right. right so it was just a we hope pride this past weekend um the real pride is like a newer thing. I think it used to be like LA pride. That was for like all of LA County, uh, which West Hollywood is a part of, but somewhere along the way, I think like a few years ago, we had to like do his own special thing. Um, so we went a little bit for WeHo pride. LA pride is this coming weekend. Um, so they're just a week apart. Uh, it's a lot of pride month. is in full swing. Basically once we hit June, it's all like pride. It's all very gay. It's already rainbow colors everywhere. Um, But WeHo Pride was fun We didn't go balls to the wall Super crazy or anything I just went out on the Sunday uh, During the day So they closed on Santa Monica Boulevard Which is really cool They didn't do that last year for WeHo Pride So a lot of like street vendors And a lot of people just like out and about Having fun That was really great And we went to Heart on WeHo uh, Which is uh, just one of the bars Along that stretch of Santa Monica Boulevard Where all the bars are in West Hollywood So this is actually the bar that's Co-owned by Lance Bass of Insync fame. For people who don't know NSYNC, um, I guess anyone who's like younger than a millennial, uh, just Google search it. NSYNC was uh, a really big boy band back in, oh, were they the 90s or the 2000s? I think Insync formed in like the late 90s. Um, so for people who don't know about the boy band, craze back then google's your friend but yeah um it's a uh, uh it used yeah, it's co-owned by lance bass basically and um our friend dan slater uh was DJing there uh this past sunday at heart we host so we uh went and yeah had a really really good time uh, but didn't go too crazy um coming this weekend for LA product that's where like all of la county is going to be partying pretty hard um I don't know what I'm going to do for that. I don't feel like... I, for people that follow me on my Instagram, on my socials, on my YouTube, because I put out so many, like, these party crews, gay crews videos, people that don't know me in real life think that I party all the time. Like, I wake up, and then I go to the party, and then I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and then I repeat, like, all day, all week, every week, every month, something like that. It's really not like that. Um, I actually don't party, like, that much when I'm at home. I feel like... I've got everything else to do at home, like uh, I'm doing chores, I'm doing errands, I'm going to the gym, I'm working, I'm hanging out with friends, like all these other things. It's really only when I take a vacation, I travel somewhere, like get on a plane, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm on vacation, I'm going to go have fun, so I'm going to go to some party. So yeah, that's basically it. Um, So excited for Elway Pride anyways, I have tickets to a pool party That's all for right now. People, there's probably like 20 million parties out there for next weekend. Um, But yeah, if you are out at the, uh, if you're out this Saturday for LA Pride, um, I've got tickets to a pool party at the end So maybe I'll see some of you there. Uh, But besides that, um, I was in the San Francisco airport yesterday. This is not a segue. This is just totally random. I just talk about random topics on this podcast, basically, so I'm not looking for a great transition, but anyways, moving on now, um, I flew up to San Francisco yesterday, just for like a day trip, just to have an appointment up there, that's all the can of worms, maybe we'll get into it in a future podcast, but um, I went up to San Francisco from LA, flew up during the day, uh, spent like, I don't know, five hours in the city or whatever, did my thing, did my appointment, it was fine, and I was coming back, I was about to fly back from San Francisco to uh, LA, and then it's going to sound a little bit weird. I was killing some time at uh, one of the lounges in the airport, and I was, uh, like, washing my hands or something, and then someone had, like, just came in behind me, and, they're, like, this guy was peeing. And this guy was on his phone, and I always find it so weird when people are using their phones when they're peeing. Sometimes at the gym, I see someone, like, they're going up to urinal, and as they walk up, they're going to, like, pull out their phone, so they've got, like, one hand on the business, and then the other hand is scrolling through, blah, 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 um, I don't know. It's a, a lot of people do it. So I guess it's like a pretty common thing, but I'm thinking like, I'm not so bored when I'm peeing for like the 30 seconds that I need to rope up my phone and be like, who's a grinder right now. Um, but I do take out my phone when I'm brushing my teeth. So when I'm brushing my teeth at night or in the morning, it's, I brush for two minutes, I got an electric toothbrush, it's got a timer, and it, two minutes, and it goes buzz, 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 and then I'm done, but for the two minutes I'm brushing my teeth, I find brushing my teeth so boring that I'm, like, on a website or on Instagram or on something, I'm scrolling through something as I'm brushing my teeth in one hand, I'm holding my phone with the other hand, and I'm, like, scrolling, 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 and I'm, like, drooling into the sink and brush, brush, brush until the electric toothbrush tells me, okay, your two minutes is up, now you can, like, move on with your life, but... Okay, I guess in that way, I can maybe relate to, like, people that have to take out the phone. But anyways, this guy in the airport lounge, I just finished peeing, and then I was, like, washing my hands in the sink, and he was at a urinus, but like, he was coming in already on the phone, and, like, there's no one else in, like, the bathroom, and he's, it's, it was a very quiet bathroom. By the way, like, play some background music in the bathroom, because what if, like, someone's gonna fart, like, When you do a number two, sometimes bad noises come out, and if it's, like, a public bathroom where multiple people are going to be in there, like, you as the manager of that venue, you need to play some effing music in that bathroom to, like, help mask some of these noises, but, like, there wasn't really any music playing in that bathroom. Anyways, this guy was on the phone, and he was talking, and because it was no background music, and it was quiet, like, there's no way I couldn't listen to every word that he was speaking in crystal clear like surround sound i heard everything and he was talking it's like uh blah 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 like have you chosen what your course is yet but like it's like the end of the day now and like okay well today's over blah 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 and then blah 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 what it's like mom's that's not mom's job blah 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 so i've gathered by now he's talking to his son or daughter um his kid basically about choosing courses probably for like college or something but that's when you choose courses in college, right? And then blah, blah blah And then he's like, uh well, it's not my fault and it's not mom's fault. And then the next thing he says after a pause is like, well, n- well, we're not trying to blame anyone here. And I'm thinking like, well you just said it was not no one it's not your fault. It's not your wife's fault. It's like you're clearly blaming the kid. You know, you're implying that you're, the kid's the problem. And then you say we're not trying to blame anyone. And then a little time later and he raises his voice like a little bit. And then later he says Okay. Uh, well, r- 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 no one's yelling. No one's yelling. So I'm, I'm just also sort of rolling my eyes. But I'm thinking like, oh, this is like really kind of juicy. Um, I don't want to have kids. I think it might be fun to have like not a baby because I don't want to deal with like I don't think I would be good with like taking care of like a baby or like a toddler. But if a kid is like going to school, like they can talk. I think that's where like. I could imagine myself maybe not, like, wanting to have a kid. I don't really want kids now. But if I, you know, had a partner in the future, maybe we were in, like, a long-term relationship or we were married, and then, you know, he's like, well, I really want to have kids. I'm thinking, like, okay, we could have, like, an older kid. I think that would be okay. I think I would find it kind of fun to, like, help a kid navigate through, like, school and help them with like homework and like kind of teach them like some life lessons that kind of stuff but you don't get to that kind of stuff until I don't know like the tweens tween years like 10 12 ish on up that's where like you know maybe raising a kid is fun for me but like I don't want to I don't know change diapers and all that kind of stuff but anyways it was just like a very random conversation that I heard of it's like well okay you're kind of Telling your kid that it's his fault for not choosing courses, which is true, but it's like you're also, anyways. And then you're also saying like you're you're yelling at him, but you also then you're saying you're not yelling at him. But I guess parenting is probably not as easy as it sounds. Anyways, yeah, I flew back um, after that. Otherwise, beyond that conversation heard in the urinal, was very regular trip. But one thing is bugging me right now lately, though, is inflation. So obviously. Inflation has been in the news, unless you've been living under a rock. Everything is very, very pricey. I just went grocery shopping, like, a couple hours ago after I went to the gym, and uh, I also read yesterday that egg prices were coming back down, But eggs were, apparently were very expensive, and I eat a lot of eggs. I probably, on average, eat, like, three eggs a day, um, and egg prices did come down, so they were not as expensive as last time when I bought eggs today, but I was needing to buy coffee beans. I sometimes drink coffee and I have a coffee machine at home. It takes whole beans. And usually a regular bag of beans is like, I don't know, 10 to 15 bucks, depending if you get like the cheaper slash nicer ones. You can get really expensive beans, obviously. But I was at the Whole Foods today and I was looking at the beans and things were like 20 bucks a bag for beans that are not worth $20. So I was like, I was looking at it and my jaw just dropped. So inflation might not have uh, hit the eggs so hard right now or recently, but it's really hitting coffee (laughs) really, really bad. But uh, anyways, yeah, so I went to um, just like a coffee shop to get the beans there, which were nicer beans that are fresher anyways, and that was also $20. I was like, okay, you you don't have a job right now, Joey. You shouldn't spend so much money on – little luxuries I mean some people consider coffee to be something they have to have every single day I don't drink coffee all the time I usually drink coffee before I go to the gym for like a little extra kick of caffeine but you know I was going to the store I was like okay you need coffee beans but don't get pricey coffee beans because some coffee beans can't really pricey and I went there and I was like well all the beans are like 20 bucks which is like 50% 50% more than they're supposed to be. So inflation is still a thing. Uh, so th- that was kind of annoying. The most annoying thing, uh, this is going to be, if you're going to listen to this podcast, you just have to know, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of things, which is why I do a podcast, but sometimes I will go on rats. <laughs> so the most annoying thing I've done recently in the last week or so is talk to car dealerships. Um, I love cars. Um, I love everything about a car. I can talk to someone about cars probably for like days on end. I've got a car now that I own, but I've decided, you know what? I want to like sell the car and pocket the cash because I'm trying to get, you know, like a few kind of side hustles going. I'm actually trying to start my own business, which I'll go into maybe in the future podcast if I get further along with that. And I'm also like, you know, not working right now. Uh, I'm not really digging too much in my savings, but I thought, you know what, you know, like trying to start a business and with these side hustles, they require some amount of money to invest, you know, upfront, which is pretty typical for like a new business. And I thought instead of just having a chunk of money sitting in the car that I own, why don't we just sell the car, pocket that cash that I can put into the, starting the business, and then I can just lease a car, you know, so that, Uh, I still have something to drive, but I just make the payments on it. But then I get the pocket of the cash from that's just sitting in my car right now. So I've been like researching, finding out like what car I want. And it's hard for car people to actually decide what car they want to buy. It's like if you're really picky about um, jewelry or shoes or clothes or kitchen appliances or like washing machines, whatever it is, the more you're like, into that thing and you need to like buy that thing you're gonna be like super picky about it because you're super into it and no one can help you because you're already like so ocd about like the knowledge or like that thing um so that's where i was but i finally figured out okay like it's gonna be between like these two models and i'm just gonna buy whichever one i can get a better deal on so i've been talking to a ton, ton of car dealerships and it's so annoying to talk to car dealerships because like, they still do this thing, I can't believe it, where car dealerships will try to charge you for stuff. That is like vaporware, literally. I was talking to this one car dealership, um, and it's popular for them to say oh, we put this, like, coding, quote-unquote, on our cars. There's this, like, security system, quote-unquote, that's on our cars. We put on all our cars. We can't take it off, so we have to charge you for it. By the way, first of all, I know for sure that's bullshit. I bought, like, 10 cars in my life. And there's no way a car dealership is going to, like, take it onto their own accord to put some special coding onto every single one of their cars. Do you know how much effort that would take if they have, like, 100 cars on their lot, which is actually not a – it's actually 100 cars in a lot. A decent sized dealership can easily have at least 100 cars in a lot. You think every time they got a car, they would spend hours of their time to put this stupid coating onto the car? No, and most consumers have no way to know that the coating is not there and dealership, they just like obfuscate and like hide all this kind of stuff. But this one dealership anyways, I was in the showroom physically there and then we're talking about numbers for a car And he said, like, oh, we have this coating on the car. It's, like, $8.95, but, like, we're going to give it to you at cost. We're not making a profit on it at all. Like, and that's when I just totally soured on this, like, dealership. By the way, I found another dealership that wasn't charging me any extra shit, so I'm just going to go buy from them. But, like, this guy that was trying to, like, tack on all these charges, I just walked, like, after, soon after, I just walked out, literally. Uh, And you're buying a car, and you, and the dealership is trying to charge you all this extra stuff probably, like, the strongest thing you can do for negotiating is, like, don't be afraid to just fucking walk out. Um, yeah, so I did not end up buying the car from then. I've talked to, like, five car dealerships just to, like, find one that has um, a car that has the car that I want to start and where, like, they'll actually talk numbers with me over email or, like, over the phone. Like, some of them, they won't talk numbers with you unless you go to the showroom. It's like, are we living in, like, 1995? Like it's, it's 2023, like car dealerships, if they want your business, they need to like get with the online way of doing things. Like you can't expect people to drive like 20 miles to visit your dealership for them to just like talk some numbers with you. Like that's totally like not a feasible thing to do these days. Like I feel like millennials are pretty turned off by that. I guess if you were sound to like someone older where they're used to always going to a dealership to buy a car, that's fine, you can drag them in. But like, if we're trying to sell the millennials and increasing like Gen Z are probably starting to buy cars now, right? I guess everything is done online. There's no reason a dealership can't give you the numbers just via an email, just like send it over. Like they're just numbers. It's not like some like whatever magic baton that has to be like hand delivered in person for you to like buy this car or whatever it is. So that was super annoying. I still haven't bought my car yet. But I've been talking to dealerships for like two or three weeks now. Uh, I've gone to like two dealerships. I talked to someone on the phone. I talked to someone by email. (sighs) Oh, my God. So I still don't have a car yet. But that's that's the goal that I'm trying to have is get rid of the car that I have now by the end of the month, pocket that cash, and I can put it into this business I'm trying to start uh, because I'm going to need to pump in some cash for that, and I don't want to have to borrow too much money um and then i can still have this new car to drive that i'll just pay off in the lease it's really useful consumer information actually if you want more if you want more useful consumer advice from this random podcast like go to the youtube channel and put it down in the comments for sure the last thing i want to talk about today is uh, what we've been talking about to end the podcast the last couple weeks which is RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8 or Some-Stars 8, uh, according to David and myself. Episode 5 just came out, and it's the Snatch Game of Love. I kind of just wish they did regular Snatch Game, honestly, because I enjoy it so much more. I get the Snatch Game of Love is a variation, and, you know, variation is good. You don't want to do the same thing over and over again. Uh, but, yeah, me and David agree. We just have preferred just a regular Snatch Game. Um the thoughts i have for this week and it's a big one it was a very exciting episode to watch obviously the drama in the workroom and me me and david we were um talking about our thoughts about this we we're pausing the episode um as we were watching it to like basically exchange thoughts so most people including david just putting words in his mouth right now believe that candy lied Uh, Because he didn't outright deny that what Candy told Jimbo was not correct. I feel like there's probably a miscommunication. You know, like uh, Candy might have said something when the cameras were off. And then uh, Heidi heard it. um, And then when Heidi told Jimbo uh, what Candy said, it was probably not exactly the same as what Candy actually said. It's like one queen might say like, oh, like I'm going to have to watch out for Jimbo. He's strong competition. And then maybe Heidi heard it like, oh, Candy just said he's out to get Jimbo. And then when Candy actually talks to Jimbo, maybe Candy's uh, – sorry, maybe Heidi said, oh, like, Candy's gunning for you. Candy's going to try to eliminate you. And then maybe – however, like, Jimbo remembers it in his head. So that's like the – that's like the me. That, that's my brain just giving the benefit of the doubt when you don't have like the absolute proof. That's just usually how I work. But I I will agree with David that it's likely that the, the, we don't. The cameras were off. We don't see what happened. So there's just something something doesn't add up. Um, but like the the person that lost the most in that is Alexis Michelle. Like honestly, I don't know if. He's trying to go for like um the Oscar award or something or like he's trying to get like an acting gig after All Stars is done or I don't know. Yeah, it, it was it was it was hard to watch kind of it's like you just said two very different things and it you can see the gears turning in his head when the cameras were on him. It's like if you don't remember something, the natural inclination is just to say I don't remember exactly what was said. Like, I think a normal person out of instinct would probably just say that. But you can see, like, he's not saying anything, and he's taking the time. He's thinking, like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? So that implies to me he probably did remember what was said or his recollection of it. And he's trying to think, like, how do I – one of two things. He's even thinking – how do I make this good television, i.e. the production? Or two, how do I, you know, what, what's the best move for me? Because this might have an effect on, like, how queens perceive me depending on what I say. But he basically failed at, like, well, he he, he gave up a TV. But I don't know if the queens are going to really, like, view him favorably for that because he's, like, flip-flopping, right? You know, can Queens trust him in the future after, you know, like before where like he kind of threw Darren under the bus and now you have this like flip-flop type of a thing where like is one minute is no, then the next like five seconds later is a yes. Like it's it's very, very confusing. So that was the drama. But like I, I will say, no matter what side of the fence you're on, whether you think Candy was telling the truth or Heidi or like whatever you think, it was good TV. Like it was, it was super juicy. Like I gave gasp like 10 times watching that drama in the workroom. So it's really, really, really fun. Uh, The only other note I have is in the Untucked, the queens were talking about um, who they thought would be in the bottom. So Kahana, unfortunately, uh, was kind of obviously one of the bottom queens just based on the performance. The other queens during the Untucked thought that if Heidi had not left by then, Heidi would be in the bottom with Kahana. But Dave and I were talking about this. And just based on what we saw in the episode, whatever made the edit, it kind of felt like Heidi performed at least as good as Jessica, if not a bit better. So we were just thinking, well, you know, for someone who was actually there, who experienced the whole thing live, um, maybe Heidi did worse overall. But for whatever, you know, made it into the edits for like the viewers to see on TV it kind of looked like, you know, Jessica didn't really do worse. So it was like a little confusing, but we just basically chalk it up to the edit. The other thing Dave and I talked about was how much is production interfering with everything? And it's breaking like the fourth wall a little bit um, of television. But my sense is really like, when I watch a television show, I just watch it and I'm like, I'm entertained. And then when the show's over, okay, I'm like doing something else already. Honestly, I have to look up every time I talk about... um, Drag race on the podcast. I have to like look up on Wikipedia, okay, which queens have been eliminated, which queens are still there, because I can't keep it in my head. My memory is like that bad. Um, but yeah, I'm very much like, I, I don't go and like do research and look up like you know all the analysis of the episode afterwards. I don't like listen to like the podcasts that are about drag race, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. So I can. I can if I think about it I can understand that yeah production it's a TV show it's produced of course they are producers and you know they need to make good TV and I can see that yeah production is probably put it lightly uh, nudging things here and there to make sure that we get a good TV show and that's why lots of people watch it right but I'm also very happy with the you know with the idea of like uh, I'm I'm watching it and I'm able to just kind of let myself be lost in the fantasy so to speak of oh like this queen was voted off because she really was in the bottom or whatever. I'm not trying to second guess in my head like, oh, production did this and that's why this queen is here. Or like, oh, we didn't see that because like of production, blah, 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 blah. So sometimes, you know, a little bit of ignorance is bliss, but that's how I am with TV. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. Um RuPaul's Drag Race is one of the very few TV shows I actually watch. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that we got that bit of drama. I was loving it. Um, I hope we have more in the future, for sure. All right, this brings us to the close of another episode of the podcast. Uh, when the first episode came out, I ranted like on and on and on. And to be honest, I probably did in this uh, episode as well. Uh, this is like Joey unfiltered um, because usually when... I record these, um, I don't want to have to do a lot of edits. There may be times where like I had a cough or like I sneeze that you don't get on this podcast. That's where I do like little edits so that you don't see me like blowing my nose off to the side or something like that. But yeah, you know, this is like very minimal edits and you're getting the real and edited Joey aside from like the, the coughing and sneezing that happens once in a while. So yeah, I do ramble a little bit in real life, uh, I mean, if I'm a, if I'm having a conversation with someone, that's different. That's like back and forth. But if you just like turn a mic on and you just turn a camera on, this is what you get. But I am trying to keep these down to about thirty minutes for your sanity and mine. I want these to be kind of lighter weight things. Um, and the first episode that came out was like forty five minutes long, and my friend uh, Jack, he was like, "Okay, I, I'm getting I'm, I'm I'm getting like eighty HD twenty minutes in, maybe like." you know, keep it a little bit shorter. So I'm aiming for 30 minutes for these ones. And I'm also hoping to have David back uh, pretty soon. He might have some travels to Los Angeles later this month. Maybe he won't. Who can say? But, you know, if he does come back, I'll definitely get him back on the podcast. Uh, And I'm also already have um, a list of people that I want to bring on as guests on this podcast as well. But until next time, bye.